Welcome to the Huntingtown FCA Overtime Podcast, where our aim is to build up and encourage high school athletes and students to grow and live out their faith. In every episode, we'll have real conversations with student athletes, exploring how God has impacted their lives and our community. We love hearing what you guys have to say, so please leave any feedback or suggestions in the comments of our Huntingtown FCA Instagram page. We hope you find this episode encouraging. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back. We are in season two now of the SEA Overtime Podcast. We're super excited to be to see what God has in store for us this year uh, with FCA and just in this podcast. Uh, and we are joined here once again by our co-host, Nathan Orlandi. <laughs> Why'd you slow it all down like that? What do you mean? Oh, my gosh. What's up, everybody? This is my third take. <laughs> the, do you, well, now everyone knows it's your third take. Hey, it was, I'm rusty. All right, it's been a that while. It is. It has been, been a while. It's been all summer. Um, but we are excited to be back for season two. Um, and the only reason we are doing a season two is because of you guys and your support. Um, so thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. Um, thank you for everyone that's been on it so far. So we're excited for a whole new year of, of interviews and uh, conversations just about faith and life and, and growing in the Lord. So we are. We're really excited. Um, we're going to be even more excited. We just bought all new equipment. Thank you to some uh, of our donors who gave us the ability to buy new equipment. Currently, we are not using said new equipment because we need to still kind of figure out how to use said equipment. Um, but we do have new equipment. We are excited. We uh, have an opportunity uh, to record with four microphones this year instead of yes. one. Um, it sounds so like a great idea it's, in theory. It's, uh, we're going to get it all working and all set up. Um, but for right now, we're back to our old school approach because it is. It's early and we're just shaking off the cobwebs. Yep. Um, so we hope that you guys had a great summer and right now we're just going to jump right into it. We do have a guest today um, who has been kind enough to join us, take one of his last days of summer to come talk with us a little bit. We went up the road um, to, to Northern. Um, uh, an incoming senior um, is with us who I am so excited for um, to help uh, lead at Northern this year. Baseball player decent baseball player we won't talk about the huntingtown northern baseball games last year but let's just say one school won and one school did not but we have with us today incoming senior will ellis what's going on guys great to be here uh, especially with uh, tommy of course great to be with him now. <laughs> yes sir that's right all right no 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 no, no. this is not going to be this we did not have one time last year where people ganged up on me and so. that's why season two is going to be completely different <laughs> we have to gang up on tommy you didn't get that memo no no i didn't uh, miss that one we're changing Dang. we're switching it up that's crazy season two along so, with our technology we're switching two. up our styles Dang. you know what i i got to you know if i can dish it i should be able to take yeah, it exactly that's true that's true exactly. anyways will tell us a little bit about yourself what what do people need to know about who will ellis is <laughs> um well Rising senior, like he said, uh, played baseball at Northern right now, and um, really excited for this year. Um, excited to get FCA going at uh, Northern, kind of like they have over here at Huntingtown, and uh, just trying to share the faith right now, trying to uh, build the kingdom for Christ right now. So, try and get that going. That's awesome. So, how did you kind of, what does your involvement with FCA look like, and why why you kind of starting it up? 
Um, so I've been with FCA at Northern uh, since my freshman year, but uh, I think especially with Orlando pushing me this this summer, I think I just want to build it and grow it, get a little more people, and uh, kind of just see it uh, grow into something that only God can really do. That's really awesome. Um, I'm excited for this conversation. I think that Will is such a strong spiritual um, guy who can be a potential uh, big-time leader over at Northern. So, um, But before that, I do have a question. You have a little bit of like an accent, and your mom has a little bit of an accent. So where are you guys from? So my family is uh, from East Tennessee, about uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you, can you East, East Tennessee. Tennessee? Yeah, East Tennessee. <laughs> uh, so That's we are uh, about Johnson City, Elizabethan area, okay. about 30 minutes uh, when, west of Bristol. When did Motion. you guys move up here? Uh, so I've never lived there, actually, okay. but my whole family is there. My dad's gotcha. military, so um, I've kind of lived all over. So, but whole family's from there, so naturally, just kind of pick it up. Got what little, branch? Uh, Air Force. Oh, okay, yes. cool. Got a little country twang. Yep. A little bit. <laughs> but when I met your mom on Sunday, I was like, oh, she also got a little, little country twang. Okay, didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, so tell me, tell me about uh, your experience at Northern so far, just as a student, as an athlete. Uh, tell me a little bit about kind of your who you are as an athlete, who you are as a student, and kind of where you're headed. It's been awesome. Uh, I love the school. I love all the teachers and everything I'm able to hang out with. Uh, we've got a great student body. Um, I loved building all the relationships with them. And uh, uh, sports has been good. School has been good. I've had a lot of mentors uh, that have helped me through my years. And um, it's good. Um, but I'm really, you know, trying to build this FCA up and try and get something going this year. Why is that so important to you? So it, or just in conversation with you this summer, it seems like it's something that's really on your heart. So. Why, why is getting FCA going strong from the get-go? Why is that something that you um, and several others are, are really, really striving for this year? Um, well, I've always enjoyed it, and I think it's a great way to, you know, share faith, but also in the school system, but uh, through sports as well. But especially the past year or so, I've seen, you know, talking with you guys and everyone, how, much, how many people actually truly want something like FCA and you don't see until we actually have events and people come out and they really enjoy it and they really want to be a part of something like that. They're just uh, kind of too scared to actually do something. And so seeing that, especially at these uh, huddles we've been having, has uh, really prompted me to try and do something for everyone that's uh, really wanting to be a part of this. So is there like a certain thing uh, that you kind of want to see happen uh, through FCA or you're just kind of seeing what God does with it or is there anything that specifically got in your mind? Yeah, I mean, I just want to see what God does with it because um, clearly he can do more than we ever could. But I just want to see people learn about Christ, really. Um, I, You know, a lot of people talking and reaching out, trying to be a part of something. And I think that one, if once this starts growing and uh, if it does, then a lot of people will be able to learn more about Christ and uh, start actually you know, learning, have a relationship with him. Yeah, so it seems like you have a heart for discipleship and a heart for expanding the kingdom. So kind of tell us a little bit about, like, where your kind of faith started. Give us give us, give us a little just snapshot of your testimony. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I grew up in the church of, uh, with my family, of course, to, uh, godly parents. Um, uh, yeah, so I just I grew up with that all around me, so naturally I grew up you know, in faith, and uh, I was baptized around 12 years old, I, you know, I was always in faith, and but I was kind of just living, you know, the basic Christian life, uh, so to say, and 
over time, just going through middle school, high school, you know, I, I struggled with the temptation, doubt, and everything, and kind of just finally realized I felt like uh, God was speaking to me, just uh, let go of all that and kind of just just focus on Him and start trusting Him more than instead of being the religion side, actually have a relationship with Christ and start, you know, uh, actually being a Christian, not just a religion standpoint of it. And um, I felt over the past year and uh, two years kind of being prompted to step out on my faith more and uh, do more for the kingdom. So when you say kind of relationship over religion, tell me a little bit more about that because I think that's one of the most frustrating things for me is when I talk to people about what it means to be a Christian, all it is is I believe in God mm-hmm. or I go to church, and that's all they answer me. So tell me, what do you mean by, what does he mean by a relationship over religion? So religion, uh, is mo- for me at least, I just see a huge difference between just a religion of saying you believe in God and, you know, uh, being one of many that will just say, yeah, yeah, I believe in God, whatever, but actually having a relationship with Christ, which I believe actually is what a Christian is, is not just going to church and not believing anything and just saying it, living it out and uh, believing it in your heart truly and um, just building a relationship and actually wanting to, you know, speak with God and uh, pray and have a testimony with Him and have a relationship with Him and live for Him. So how would you say, like, what does that kind of look like, uh, just living for Him and living out your faith? Yeah, so um, growing in your faith mostly, so just reading the Bible and, like, actually digging into it and learning more and not just, you know, going throughout your days and then Sunday going to church and learning and then kind of forgetting it. No, actually, like, growing in your faith and living for Him and, you know, being a godly attitude everywhere and that, you know, showing kindness to others and, and stuff like that, basic stuff, but stuff that you don't think about of how you can, you know, show God's love through your actions of everything you do. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people misunderstand about Christianity and just having faith, you know, having that relationship from God, how, how different it is from, like, other religions. Like, when, when I, like, ask people if they want to go to church with me or um, if they want to come to FCA or something like that, and they're like, well, I'm not religious. Like, that's a huge, like, indication to me of, like, it's a misunderstood concept that you have to be, like, religious. You have to do all of these things um, in order to, I guess, be Christian or achieve the end yeah, goal, yeah. you know, get into heaven. I think one of the things that we have forgotten about a lot as believers or even as churches is we have a huge problem, right? We have a huge problem, sin, which separates us from God. So when I claim to believe in God or know God without Christ, it's not possible. Like, I can't have a relationship with God without knowing that Christ has died for my my sins, without knowing that because of his sacrifice, I can be in a relationship with God, right? So I, I think there's this disconnect, like being a Christian is just believing in God. And, and uh, I posted this on our Instagram the other day, just though, you know, James talks about, you know, even the demons know there's a God, right? Even, mm-hmm. even they know. Um, you can look outside and know there's a God and, and know that all this stuff doesn't just happen randomly. There's no, there's no potential possible way for everything in this world to just happen randomly, and it's just a random collection of everything. Like, people know there's a God. Romans tells us God has written himself on our hearts. Like, people know, right? But do you know Jesus? 
do you know what he's done for you? Do you have you accepted him as your savior? And I think that's the part that we really, really miss. But Will, tell me. So you said, you know, you grew up in the church, and I think that's a lot of people's story, especially around this area, um, especially as students. You, you've grown up in the church, and you said you hit this point where you struggled, and and life was challenging. So what what kind of brought you to this realization that? that it was not just a religion or you couldn't just rely on your parents' faith, that you had to you had to create your own kind of relationship with the Lord. When did that start and how did it start? Yeah, so um, I felt it, you know, just, just struggling with temptation, really, um, and just having everything felt like kind of crumbling around me, you know, which I'm sure many people do. And having that and already having a relationship with Christ, but feeling feeling what he's doing in my life, you know, when I don't know what's happening, when I don't know, you know, really what to expect or not, you know, not in control of everything. And that's a huge part of you don't have control over everything. And, you know, Lord is speaking to me through that of, you know, that you don't understand what I'm doing, but later you will. And as he speaks and um, just kind of having that relationship with Christ and growing my faith with him of knowing that when all this is, you know, happening around me, I grow my relationship with him and learn to trust him and, you know, what he has for me and the plans he has for me and um, just the love he has for me that no matter what happens that he, he's with me and he's going to be with me. But that's just, you know, a, a lot of people always like look at that as uh, kind of the religion aspect of, well, it doesn't really matter what I do if on the end game, then I can just, you know, say God's God and I'm all good. But no, you, you know, if you actually believe in God, you're going to uh, walk with him and you're going to change your life when you start realizing what he's doing for you and you actually want to live a godly and righteous life. So how would you say, like, how is it so easy for you to just say, like, I trust God and know that he has plans for me? How can you do that so easily? Mostly because of all the hardships I've gone through, you know, um, I think the best way to gain faith is by going through the the worst storms going through that is honestly how you how i gain you know my strongest faith and where i am today uh, because of what he's done and going through that and doubting what, what he has for me and asking why you know why why is this all happening and ultimately getting to the point to where you start seeing going through the storm that he is with you and not forsaking you and he's he's with you and he's he's got a plan for me because if i trust that i know that all this happening around me is temporary to what glory is revealed later so yeah that's really cool um so i remember the first time i met you was at the uh, fca meeting and i heard you give your testimony and you mentioned uh something about um one of your hardships being like putting your identity in your sport and how that was kind of a struggle for you, like when you didn't perform the way you wanted or something like that. So could you just try to, can you just kind of touch on that? And, because I feel like that's something that every athlete can relate to at one point or another, just being so disappointed in the way that they performed or like whether they won a game or lost a game, you know that they aren't sure if they're good enough or. Yeah, yeah, of like course. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure like many, uh, you know, I, I, I love sport, I love competing, but sometimes that can get in the way of what God truly is playing for you. And th that might mean he wants you to play well and succeed and do well, but sometimes he has plans other than that. And they, they can coincide easily. You can easily, you know, I, I used to find my identity in my sport and how I played and, you know, I, I believed in God everything, but 
on, I kind of pushed that to the side and said, well, no, I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm this first before God, right? Finding my identity and my performance and at the highs and lows, perform well, you're, you're happy, you perform bad, you're not. And then ultimately finding that, that that's just a roller coaster of hardship that doesn't pan out and finding that putting my identity in something far greater than just, you know, uh, a game and ultimately performance in the grand scheme of things is temporary and is, is uh, kind of meaningless when you think about it. But just putting my identity in something that God says I am rather than what the world says I am, you know. Yeah, I think there's so much maturity in that. And I think not a lot of high school Christian athletes get to that point until it's too late uh, where they're not playing anymore or um, – you know, they moved on to something else. Um, so for you to recognize that now is huge. Um, so talk about how that kind of gives you a little, uh, to me, that gives me so much more freedom when I play. You know, when I know that I'm not on this roller coaster of I need to play well to feel well. I need to not mess up to feel good about myself. How does that allow you to play with, with way more freedom and way more just uh, of a relaxation feeling? Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like it elevates my game, honestly, because I no longer stress about, you know, what's happening. Uh, you know, of, of course you want to compete and you want to do well, and I, I feel that and I, I want to do well. But at the same time, it's not what defines me. So when I'm out there, there's no stress involved. Am I going to do well? Am I not going to do well? I'm going to do my best, and I know that God's plan is going to work. And that same with a lot of high schools, with colleges and recruiting and all that stuff, uh, the same thing of, uh, you know, Hey, I might, this school might be watching me, they, they might be here, this person, this person, whatever, this coach. But ultimately just knowing that, hey, if God wants me at that college or that school, they're going to see me and it doesn't matter how I play, I'm going to end up there. And um, if God wants me to be there, and if he doesn't, then it doesn't matter how well I do, I'm still not going to be there. So uh, knowing that, that I'm going to do my best, but it doesn't matter what happens because I know God's plan is greater than anything yeah. I could do. I just love that too. You said like, just because you understand that and you understand your identities in the Lord doesn't mean you're any less of a competitor. It doesn't mean you're any less of a hard worker. It doesn't mean you're any less uh, of a player. And I think that's a misconception. Like Christians are soft in athletics, and you can't you can't perform well, and you have to just kind of you know bow down to everyone else who's they're going to play tougher and hard, whatever. And that's just the complete opposite. I love Scott Drew was the basketball coach at Baylor, and one of my favorite quotes is, "Work as hard as you can and trust God with the results." And, and that's all we're called to do is use the gifts and the abilities he's given us to the best of our ability. And what happens, happens. And, we, you know, all of us are competitors. Um, we want to win. It's not, being a Christian doesn't mean we don't want to win. I, I want to go out there and I want to kick someone's tail and I want to win and I want to win a championship. But at the end of the day, if I don't, I'm okay with that, right? Because, because I did the best that I could with what I was given. And... And my identity is not in whether or not I have a state championship or, or whether or not I won a batting title or whatever it was. That's, that's such a cool perspective. And I hope like we could have just like just cut that into a 10-minute segment and just given it to every athlete in this county. So I hope people really heard what Will was saying um, and how he approaches his sport because that, that's a huge, huge, huge just piece of advice right there. Yeah, and I also think like God also gave us the ability to play sports, um, you know, not only to win and, and just, like, obviously, yeah, to give him glory, but also for, like, opportunity. You know, like, you have a huge, you have a, you have a big platform when you're on a team and you have 
and like especially if they if your teammates know that you're a Christian you know you know that or they know what's valuable to you um, you know you have opportunity to reach those people um, especially since you all have that one thing in common you know like doing practices together like struggling together wins and losses you know you can build those relationships and um, maybe even like show the gospel you know uh, but I was going to ask have you ever had like moments where you find yourself struggling with that whole like identity thing and you get really discouraged after a loss or after a performance and if so like how did you combat that like when Huntington came to town last year <laughs> and it was all right what all was right. the score I don't remember we uh, I don't uh, remember the one we had one. something in the there? 20s oh, and what yeah. did you have okay okay Wait till this year. I know. Tune I should. In. I should. I should I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat my words. I oh, can't. No. no. Well, that was, one, we played really, really well. Right. It was one of our best games of the season, and it was a shellacking. Uh huh. Um, yes, but sir. the second time we played, it was closer. We still won, but it was closer. All right. All right. But anyways, continue. Yeah. Had, had to get that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways. Yeah. Uh. Definitely. You know. Struggle with that. Um. It's easy after. You know performance maybe you you know you feel like you're you're the reason some your team lost or you're the reason you know this and you're like man you know I'm not good I'm not worth it whatever you know whatever thoughts you have after most it's just it's just realizing that you know that one performance one time doesn't define who you are right and if you're good you're bad whatever it doesn't matter one performance doesn't define who you are if at the end of the day someone asks you know who, who are you what you know what, what are you going to reply with? I'm, you know, I'm, a, uh, I'm the starting, you know, soccer player. I'm the starting, you know, whatever. And everyone, and the only thing is that's all you are. You know, you should reply with something way greater. Oh, I'm, I'm a child of God and, um, you know, Lord is my, my Savior. You know, something a lot greater than just identity in a sport. And realizing that after, you know, a loss, a win, whatever, uh, good performance, bad performance is huge. And you'll see that a lot with, you know, you just, a lot of athletes winning a big moment, having a great performance, and at the end of the day, they're still like, there's something missing. There, there's something missing at the end of the day. Um, a lot of athletes, a lot of professional athletes find that. You see that all around. And just, just finding something that's concrete and that, that's never changing. Yeah, I, I am uh, a huge college softball fan. Okay, love all the random college sports, love them. Oklahoma softball just won their third national title in a row. And it's very cool to hear them talk. First of all, if you don't know anything about Oklahoma softball, they embody Christian athletes, even at a public school, which is awesome in and itself. But they, they talked about, they celebrated, they won their national title, and the next day it was, then, now what do we do? Our season's over anyway. I'm a national champion. That's awesome. But what do I do? What what what's next? What they won three in a row. What's next, right? They're, and if that's what we're putting our identity in, we're always going to be okay. What now? How do I top it? What do I do? What do I do? And and that's that's a huge point. Tommy mentioned a platform. Have you been able to kind of use athletics as um, a platform to to point someone to the Lord, to talk about your faith, to invite someone to church. Have you have you seen that kind of play out in your own life? Yeah, of course. Um, I think athletics is a great platform that God provides. I mean, and everyone just being on the same page, same interest with you. Clearly, if you're playing the same sport, but um, yeah, I mean, just the platform of people respecting you, honestly, as an athlete. You know, if they see you going to FCA, they're like, oh, I, you know, I can go there. He's going there. You know, with whoever that is, you know, all athletes. 
and just knowing that the way you play your game, the way you play any sport is a really good platform to show people, you know. If you're always down and no one ever wants to be around you, they're not going to look for something in Christ knowing that, oh, he's a Christian, but, man, he's always, you know, he's never happy, he's always mad at everyone. But if you're that, you know, you're that light on the team and you're always there and everyone, everyone's like, you know, I, I want what he has. And, you know, great platform to share everything. That's another thing that I think is pretty cool is it's just uh, just the fact that you can have an impact on someone just by being the light, you know, not even really going out of your way to share the gospel, although that's important, it's still like people can still notice and realize that you're a Christian or that you have something that they don't yeah. um, just by just being there, you know, and living your life. Yeah. So I just think that's pretty cool. Yeah, man, this has been such a good conversation. I'm so excited. This is like what season two has in store for us. I'm, I'm pumped because I was sitting here just wanting to listen to you talk as a rising senior. The wisdom that you have and, and the faith that you have is is incredible. So we're so excited for what you're going to do at Northern. Last kind of final thing, anything you want to share, any any advice, any anything that you want to give our listeners as they start their school year, as they start their athletic seasons, uh, what would be your best piece of advice? Uh, just have faith, honestly. Um, it, you know, especially for me, I found it, you know, it's hard sometimes. Hard being a Christian, hard not being a Christian, whatever it is. Sometimes Christians are held to higher standards, you know, because you, you're expected to perform better. Uh, like like uh, Luke twelve forty eight, too much is given, much more will be expected. And so I think just, just have faith, you know, through the storms and know he's going to be with you. And, you know, it always put on my heart recently, God says, you don't understand what I'm doing now, but later you will. Um, and so, you know, might not always know why something's happened, but, you know, just have faith that God's in control and he's got you. And all of that, that's awesome. Well, we really appreciate it. We appreciate you giving up some time, um, and we're excited. Um, I said that was the last question, but really, what can we be praying about for you, for Northern's FCA? Like, what are things we can be praying about for you guys as you get rolling this, this fall? Um, just growing it, to be honest. Um, getting, getting in the right positions and getting people coming in and um, – I think just preaching the right right words and uh, just being diligent with that. That's awesome. We'd definitely be praying for that. If you guys need anything up there, always let us know. Um, But thanks for being here. Um, Thank you. You guys, we love you. We're so excited for season two and all that God's going to do. So catch us uh, next week. Love you guys. See you all.